Hey companions, uh, this is Peter. And this is Tom. And this is a pre-recorded episode from our former feed, TV Ape My Brain. So uh, this episode is still there, but we decided to put these on Cobra Kai Companion, so that way you guys get to hear all the stuff that we have done previously. Yes, basically it's the same uh, Tom and Peter, same show, just a little bit more directly uh, fed to you. And here it is. Welcome to another episode of TV at My Brain, the official TV podcast of Core Tip Arts. And this is the Cobra Kai edition. Uh, this will be covering episode six titled Quiver. And I am your host, Peter, also host of Podstalgic. And I'm Tom, co-host of Jake and Tom Conquer the World. And uh, you've probably been following us. Maybe not. If you're new, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, we're covering each episode of the uh, YouTube Red exclusive series Cobra Kai. Uh, by you know individual episodes and we got together because tom joined me over on my show podstalgic and we covered you know all four karate kid movies so we thought it'd be fitting to go ahead and do this as well so uh again welcome if you guys are new and for those that have been following us thank you for supporting yes thank you all right so we're just gonna jump right into it as we do with every episode uh this episode i really enjoyed at least the the cold open it's 1979. We got a young Johnny Lawrence riding his bike, living in a nice neighborhood in Encino. So we get some backstory, you know, uh, a little bit about Sid, his mom. Uh, what'd you think about this? Young Johnny riding his bike, listening to some Boston. I thought it was uh, the whole opening I thought was great because it definitely puts a lot of context into Johnny as far as why he is the way he is. And not only that, he hasn't always been the way he is all of his life. No. Yeah, this is very much a, a different kid here. No, uh, he is definitely the sum of his whole experience, uh, as well as, frankly, the the men in his life that have had influence over him. Yeah, so he is riding his bike, and then I kind of misread the scene when on my initial watch. Uh, there's, I think, two people kind of pull up in a in a motorcycle. And the way it's framed, it looks like he sees the motorcycle. And he's like, oh, cool or whatever. And I immediately went, oh, because he ends up getting one. But no, he sees the Cobra Kai Dojo circa 1979. It was really cool. It looked really retro. He looks through the window. He sees Crease, you know, uh, with his students. And then use the audio clip from the, 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 the that one scene where Daniel's looking through the window. Yeah. No, that I thought was very cool. So, And it, and it also just kind of shows... That I think that other than the teachers in their lives, Daniel and Johnny have a lot more in common, at least as far as their personalities are concerned, than they than they don't. Absolutely. I mean, their lives kind of parallel each other. They do. Yeah. And it all comes down to their teachers, I think. Yep. Absolutely. So we get the first day with the new recruits. You know, in the previous episode, Johnny just got like a bunch of kids lining up to join uh, Cobra Kai and uh, he doesn't know how to instruct a, a big class. I thought it was really funny because they're all chattering and he shouts out quiet and he's talking about like, uh, you know, fall in line and all this stuff. But what I got a big chuckle of and, you know, I feel bad for it, but just, just you know, they wrote it this way. It's to be funny, but he's shading like everybody in there. You know, he tells like this little girl to not smile basically because she's got bad teeth. 
He looks at one kid and he's like, you make me feel like a virgin just looking at you. <laughs> no. Now, clearly Johnny has no idea how to handle or talk with children. It's kind of like, uh, I, I, it, it took me back to kind of like a like a drill instructor, you know, maybe like full metal jacket. You yes. know, just check, check it out, all your your soldiers, and you're just like, you know, calling them out as that's the way they look. So I thought that was really funny. But yeah, he's a fallen, you know, and like nobody's lining up. He Nobody gets it. And I feel like, you know, you got to explain this stuff, Johnny. Like, you know, they're brand new. Karate hasn't really been a thing in a long time. So I think one little kid calls it out like, you mean Rose? <laughs> it's like, yeah, get in Rose. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So Sam is out by the pool and is Facebook stalking Miguel. Uh, and she gets um, like an Instagram notification that goes viral. It's like a bunch of sausages in her mouth. Yeah, that's um, that's really shitty. It is. And I feel like it's definitely uh, somebody who knows about like the billboard with her dad, too. You know? Yes. Ooh, I wonder if Tom Cole has a kid. Oh, that son of a bitch. Yeah, because if you think about it, like sausages were sent to the LaRusso Motors uh, but then, you know, she's got this rumor being spread around the school about her going down on Kyler. It's just kind of interesting, right? So I, a lot I wonder. of dick talk in this show, I just realized. A lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Di- Between uh, wangs and spray paint, sausages, and there's a lot of dick talk. Yeah, it'll come up later. Not in this episode, but Johnny calls somebody a dick later. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, Daniel asks her if she wants to do karate with him, you know, but she's busy. And again, uh, I, I think she's a, a really good daughter because she... She's like, you know, I'm busy. Is that okay? You, you know, he, she wants him to be okay that he, she's turning him down. And I thought that was sweet of her. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, being sympathetic to him or empathetic, whichever word. So Daniel offers uh, Amanda to go to the spin class with her. You know, and she's like, what are you talking about? Like, did you say like it's an endless ride to like nowhere or <laughs> something like that? <laughs> I, but hey, he's he's an ass, right? So, okay, it sounds about right now. But, you know, she figures out that uh, Sam didn't want to go to the dojo with him. But she suggests Antonio, who is playing Tekken. Like a little couch potato that he is. Like he is. He even asks Alexa to order, like, the new PlayStation Vita. Very spoiled. Yeah. And the one I can't understand is his dad lets him get away with it. Well, he did try to override, which it didn't work. And I didn't understand that. And Did somebody turn off the override? Like I, I, I don't I, know. Daniel... I don't... Johnny was right. Get your house in order, man. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That. Yeah. You're right. So Robbie's friends show up. Uh, they're. I don't know if you got this, but I felt they were banging on his door, kind of like the the little drum toy. Mm-hmm. Did you get that at all? Yeah. Or? Yeah. 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 That's that's what I heard. And then uh, he tells them that he's got a job at the Russos. And did you notice anything different about these two guys? Mm, no. No. What? The white dude shaved his mustache. <laughs> yeah excellent yeah so johnny makes a remark and the guy shaves it off <laughs> i love it kind, kind of like well, johnny, johnny, johnny sh- yeah exactly yeah, the bandana the, the, yeah felt a little embarrassed about it takes it off so yeah it, that's probably what it is so we we see um you know the cobra kai they're just kind of going through the motions right and then this is where johnny kind of calls out uh eli you know, talks about his lip deformity or whatever. And Dimitri tries to stick up for him. And I kind of like this because there are kids like this where, you know, uh, Miguel's like, dude, shut up. And then Dimitri continues. He's like, no, you know, he, he works for us. We pay him. He can't hurt me. <laughs> he 
And little does he know, uh, Johnny will hurt him. Yeah, yeah, he can. I thought it was uh, a good scene because it demonstrated just what kind of a person that Dimitri is. But it also kind of made him look like a little bit of a, a buffoon. Yeah, it, it did. You know, um, basically, he's just saying, like, Johnny's not very PC. Like, the things that he says and all that stuff. And then Johnny's like, yeah, oh, yeah, hit me. And this was pretty tense. You know, I, I like the, the the score and everything. Um, And he, uh, he flips him over. Pretty good move there. But then uh, Dimitri quits. I, I probably would, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, this is the same kid who's like, well, if something happens, call the cops. I'm like, dude, well, if that's, if that's what you would do, why are you learning karate? Now, do you think that Johnny was intentionally weeding out the quitters? No. No, I, I I think the way it plays later on is like uh, he just uses that as an excuse. Okay. You know, uh, but I don't I don't think that was it at all. I think, you know, being a uh, a student of Kreese, I think he's just kind of imitating, you know, how Kreese was. You know, I, I feel Kreese was very much like that. And, you know, the way Johnny comes off is like that's all he ever knew. And that's how he knows how to be. Excellent. I, I was kind of hoping that maybe he was... Uh weeding them out because I don't want the guy to be that kind of a dick where he's literally making fun of kids uh, deformities but yeah he probably uh he probably is I mean because he needs the money so why are you I mean why risk you know uh having a bunch of students quit because of your demeanor like I think that's just that's what he thinks is the norm that could very well be yeah so uh Dimitri doesn't care to go back uh, because he's got Miguel you know, they, they see Kyler, who sees them, turns around and walks away. Good. And you know what, Daniel? You can take some notes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> take, take some notes. Don't be a... You know what? Ever since I started throwing hashtag in front of what you said, I can't say it anymore. <laughs> hashtag mind your own goddamn business, Daniel. Thank you. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know what it is. I, <laughs> I think I was able to say it before. And then ever since I started the hashtag, it, it's not working for me. It's like the uh, opposite, your own goddamn of a, business. The opposite yeah. effect of what a hashtag is supposed to do. Exactly. That's so weird. So Robbie, uh, he's doing some work and he looks good. He, he's, he looks like he's maybe maybe not enjoying the job, but he's doing it well. He's, he's taking it uh, very seriously. And, you know, the, the other guys, they take notice. Um, Anush, at least. And, you know, Robbie, he wants a, a personalized shirt, right? And uh, Anusha and Louie kind of give him a hard time, busting his balls a little bit here. Uh, what'd you think about uh, Louis LaRusso in this scene? Louis LaRusso is one of the worst characters. He's not quite the same level as Yaz, but on the other hand, he's old enough to know better. You oh, know? yeah. Grow up, dude. He's 20 years older than Yaz. He should know better. Exactly. I mean, he's just a, just an awful, awful person. Yeah. So he tells uh, Robbie, oh, you want to get good in with my cousin? Well, you know, every so often we rotate the cars out. Why don't you, you know, take that Porsche and put it in the middle of the showroom floor? So he does as such, right? He starts up the car. Daniel comes running out. I was like, dude, what are you doing? But he knows that Louie was behind it. You know, there's a very knowing look that yeah. uh, yeah. Louie gives him. Yeah. So he chases after Robbie, who, you know, was, I guess, caught off guard because he kind of, like, is about to throw a punch, you know? And then Daniel, like, uh, shows him how to hold, the, you know, the, the fist a little bit better. But this was kind of cool. You know, they get to know each other a little bit, which I feel, I don't know, is it above Daniel to... He should have gotten to know, like, a, a new employee, right? 
Um, it, it depends. I mean, there are a lot of businesses where you have so many moving parts that you might not be able to introduce yourself to every new employee the moment that they step onto the, the business. Right. Maybe he's just been busy with the other stuff. I mean, clearly there are other like, you know, I mean, there's uh, there's some uh, Amanda, Amanda, you know, that well, can be yeah, taking care of things. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, in all fairness, Daniel is busy. He's got a car dealership to work with. He's got two teenage kids that he's got to deal with. He's trying to ruin the life of his high school rival. He can't be everywhere at once to introduce himself to the new kid. That's right. Yep. And uh, there's a there's a moment in school here where uh, Sam's in in class, and I guess somebody put a blow pop in her bag or on her back or something. Yeah, yeah, they licked it so it was uh, tacky, and so they just stuck it right to her shoulder. Yeah, it's uh, very shitty. But her partner was absent, so I like the writing in that. It wasn't because like kids were they didn't want to be like her partner just because of like the rumor, because that'd be stupid. So they made her partner absent. So I like the writing right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so Miguel and Dimitri was like, "Oh, you know, we'll we'll take her in." So this is where she gets to meet them. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I agree. Uh, and they're I I think that they're really kind of serving her character well by having having her introduce herself to Dimitri or not to Dimitri, but to Miguel that way. Yeah. And I don't know about the, the, the teacher here. Um, if this is what dad jokes look like, I hope I don't look like this when I deliver my dad <laughs> jokes, you know, who let the pigs out. I'm like, okay, is that like the reference to the dog song? Because that is, it was, it was all kinds of terrible. This, this teacher. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I think he's somebody who's just trying to be, I don't want to say the cool kid, or, you know, anything like that. But I think he's just trying to be mindful of trying to not be super stern and super serious in his classroom. Especially in a situation where, let's face it, not everybody's going to be really excited to dissect a pig fetus. Yeah, when did they do that? What happened to frogs? Are they all out of frogs? Uh, I remember hearing about it back in my day, but my school never did it. Hmm, interesting. I, I just feel like pig fetuses would be a lot more expensive or something. You, you would know, think so, frog. yeah. Yeah, so, mm. anyway, but uh, Sam, she thanks Miguel for uh, helping her out in the cafeteria and drops a little knowledge about some karate and tells him how to uh, properly do a sweep, about, like, bouncing weight on your feet and and all that stuff. So it's kind of a cute moment here. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was really sweet. And so they have their little meet cute, and um, she tells him, like, look, they're not going to call you Rhea anymore. And I think it finally hits him, like, hey, yeah, I'm starting to get some recognition here. You know, they're not going to pick on me anymore. So I like that. I do too. Uh, and again, again, it's always good to see the the weak stand up for themselves and take a little bit of the uh, power and dignity back that was stripped from them. Absolutely. I mean, it's a good lesson for any of the young audience members that are watching this too. You know, and that's why, like, you know, the, you used the perfect word, uh, I think, last episode, maybe this one, but uh, you you called Miguel meek because he's, he very is, very much is. And um, I, I feel, yeah, this kind of empowers those that may feel the same way, too, you know, that they're a little bit shy and cannot fend for themselves. Yeah. Hopefully this is like, hey, you know, you can do something about it. And and the thing that I really like about it is that he's doing it in a responsible way where he's not the aggressor. He's the one who's basically standing up for himself and the people that can't stand up for themselves. Yes. Yep. Exactly. And then we find out that a lot of kids, they quit Cobra Kai. 
Um, and Johnny, this is where I feel like the way Johnny delivers his lines, you know, he's saying that he's it was a test that it was basically to weave out the quitters, but it's the way he delivers it. I'm like, okay, you know, he's lying because he doesn't want to look embarrassed. Right. But he doesn't want to admit that he was wrong. There you go. Yeah. But lip speaks up and he doesn't want to be called that anymore. You know, clearly he hates the attention always being about his deformity there. And I love this too, because he mentions that his doctor says that he could be on the spectrum. I didn't really get that sense, but I love this line because Johnny, he even admits, I don't know what that is, but get off of it soon. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some kind of like steroid. I don't know. Yes. You know? Yes. So I thought that was a great line, super hilarious. And uh, he tells the students, like, look, flip the script. You know, you guys are a bunch of losers. Stop being like that and blah, blah, blah. But Lip, he he's offended. He walks out. So it's not necessarily bad advice. And I love the fact that you started calling him Lip instead of Eli immediately. Yeah. So not, yeah, not completely bad advice, but maybe a different approach. Exactly. Could have been better. Yes. So that way you wouldn't have potentially uh, lose a student there. But now we got uh, Louis apologizing to Robbie uh, for what he did. And I love the delivery there. It's very much like a, a child who was just told by his parent exactly what to say to that kid you just picked on, you know, at school or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, Amanda gives Robbie his own shirt, says he's part of a team now, or the team, and I thought that was nice. Yeah. I Do you get the, incent, the, the sense that this might be the first time he ever really kind of belonged to anything that was positive? Absolutely. I mean, just the word team, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the last time he might have been on the team was that soccer team, but since then, his father's been absent, his mother's a drunk, his friends are all criminals, you know, I think he is feeling some sort of acceptance, you know, especially that shirt with his name personalized on it. So, yeah, I I absolutely do get that sense. I like it. Yeah. So Lou, Louis, uh, being Louis, uh, being a LaRusso, maybe just Louis, but offers more assistance. He's like, hey, I got another task for you. And uh, they want me to do it probably to spite me uh, because, you know, it'll, I'll have to go out of my way. But says, hey, can you run over this envelope with like the... I don't know, sales numbers or whatever it is, over to, to Daniel. And uh, this is kind of funny because I'm not sure why this was in here. And I know we've referenced this other show uh, at least a couple times, but Louis tosses away some stevia. I think it's just kind of, uh, it, it's something that is kind of prissy and not cool. You know what I mean? In a, in a dude bro sense. Right, he's like, this ain't sugar, you know. Like, exactly. What's this doing in here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it's even uh, lower on his uh, opinion than say sweet and low. Okay, I got it. I was just all like Stevia. We've been talking about Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that. Hey, the the writing is almost as intricate. I think it's approaching it. It really is. Yeah. Completely different show, but the writing it's very very top notch here. Um. So Sam, she gets a a notification on. I, I think it's Instagram, so I'm just going to keep calling it that. But it's actually something for, uh, from Miguel. Uh, so that was very sweet. You know, she, she thought it was going to be more sausages in her mouth, maybe. But, uh, yeah, Miguel made something about the pig, you know, because they were just working together in school. It makes her feel better, you know. So that's a very nice moment for her, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I love the way that they're all starting to really kind of come together right now. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, DC, take some notes. This... this... <laughs> This is how you come together. Yes. Um, 
So Johnny goes home uh, with some Coors, as usual. You know, the, the convenience store must have got a new stock. <laughs> and he sees his uh, his old Walkman with a box of junk that he tried to pawn. And it takes him back to, to his happy days, his uh, innocent times. So I kind of dug that. You know, I, I love it when you see a piece of nostalgia, you know, whether it's a um, a personal belonging like this, uh, a song, a movie, and it takes you back to a moment. Yeah, it can be... It can be a real powerful drug sometimes. Yeah, I love that. That's that's a great way of saying it because mm-hmm. it could be positive or negative. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So we get a flashback to him telling his mom about the dojo he just saw. He thought it was cool. The headbands. He points out the geese and all that. Uh, but Sid, Sid shoots it down. It's like you're a skinny white kid. What do you do? Trying to be the news, uh, the, the next Bruce Lee. So you know what's funny that they mentioned that line. I kind of think Kyler looks like a young Bruce Lee. I know he's Korean, not Chinese, but Kyler looks like him. I suppose I I didn't really catch it, but yeah. Oh, look look at him again. I mean, obviously he he hasn't isn't as a uh, skinny and 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 uh, defined in terms of muscle and all that as Bruce Lee. But I I don't know. I could I could kind of see it. I I kind of like the look of uh, Kyler. Just I hate his name. Yeah. <laughs> I hate his name. Now, the other thing that I thought was kind of weird about that was, didn't, uh, uh, what was it, Sid? He, I mean, he had to have known about uh, Chuck Norris by that point. Huh, 79. I, f- I feel like you, yeah, Chuck Norris was also a karate. That, yeah. That is a very interesting line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe Sid's just more of a fan of Bruce Lee. That could be. Bruce Lee was just bigger i mean i don't know you know listeners who was around that time you tell me who who was bigger at the point bruce lee or chuck norris in 1979 well even so chuck norris had to have been known i mean because you can you can uh make that comparison to chuck norris what you know you're a skinny white kid you're trying to be the next bruce lee why not like you're you're skinny what, what are you trying to be the next chuck norris exactly yeah I wonder if maybe they're staying away from that because Sidekicks was supposed to be kind of a credit kid ripoff. That could be. It's possible. Which I feel Robbie also kind of looks like Jonathan Brandis with the hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mention it. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I tweeted that out while I was binging that. I was like, Tanner Buchanan here kind of reminds me of... uh, of uh, uh, Jonathan Brandis. I think somebody actually liked it, (laughs) too. (laughs) So the mom, she does try to stick up to him. You know, at first she was kind of like being tight, you know, she she wasn't really saying much, but I think Sid was just getting to a point that annoyed her to no end. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Sid just wasn't a very good father figure to him growing up. No, no, he absolutely wasn't. So Robbie goes to uh, the Labrusos and sees Daniel doing kata. And I love this too, because he's like, Robbie, he's like, did you sense me? <laughs> so, I thought that was kind of funny, but I thought it was a big mirror right in front of Daniel. So... It was a funny line, but I was just kind of like, wait, he didn't see that there's a mirror there? Well, I mean, have you ever been so interested in something that you focus in on that solely and all the other details in the room kind of get missed? Yeah, yeah, okay. That's kind of what I got out of that. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, he's like, hey, uh, here's that envelope you know, that you wanted. <laughs> And I really like this too because we didn't know what it was going to be. And Daniel's like, "Oh, yeah, that I wanted." Uh, hey, nobody else saw this, right? And he's like, "No, no, your eyes only." And he pulls it out, and it's like some kind of vixen magazine, like a dirty, dirty magazine. <laughs> Again, Louis is awful. Now thinking about that, 
was that like a big setup? Because how much further did Louis have to think ahead? Right? Was it when the moment Amanda's like, "Hey, you need to apologize that, to that kid," he's like, "Hmm, okay, but I'm gonna set him up with one more thing." You know what I mean? I think he. I mean, his his logic was, it would be funny if Daniel gets that. It would be even better if Amanda gets that. Okay. And uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Louis picked that up uh, during his lunch break, and it was at his desk. And he's like, you know what? Hey, kid, why don't you take that over to Daniel? Uh, either way, Louis is such an asshole. He is. Yep. Uh, and he's he remains that. I don't think he's got any redeeming qualities uh, at all. At all. Matter of fact, he make it worse. So I like this little conversation that Robbie has with Daniel. You know, he's all like, it, that doesn't look like karate. You weren't punching or kicking. And Daniel goes, well, do, do blueprints look like a car? You know, so I kind of like that. Cause I was going like, to say, I like uh, that line. Yeah. Yeah. Kata is, is just a foundation of karate. So it may not look like it, but that's, you know, it's like the basics, you know, you, that, that you should learn. Which, again, in our review, we're wondering why did it take to the third movie for Daniel to learn kata? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Johnny has a talk with the class and apologizes for some things, but not for some. Uh, and he claims that he used to be the weirdo kid, too, but not the weird where he couldn't get babes. <laughs> I think it was hot babes. <laughs> hot babes. Yes. They have to be hot. That'll come up <laughs> later, too. Uh, and he, um, uh, Eli comes walking in with a mohawk and uh, he's like, yeah, you know, he uses Eli as an example. All that matters is that you become a badass. You know, and I kind of like this uh, this little speech that he gives to the class. It's kind of cool. And, you know, now he's no longer Eli. He is Hawk. I got to admit, I smiled my entire way through that scene. It's a great scene. Cobra exactly. Kai begins. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's all about empowerment. You know, it's not accepting what others think of you or where they want to put you. You're taking control of the situation. You're the one in charge of your destiny. I loved it. Yeah, it's, it's so good. And I think uh, we also get the sense that Johnny is coming in to his own in being a sensei. He is. He absolutely is. Yeah, he's starting to make more sense. <laughs> and his lessons actually seem like lessons. And not just things he's pulling out of his ass. So, very good. And surprisingly, this is actually our shortest coverage. So, maybe uh, maybe not a very meaty episode, but, you know, still a very good one nonetheless. You know, just more development, uh, more relationship yeah, building. I, between I'm going to come Rob- right out and give a big old spoiler. There wasn't a single bad episode in this run. Right. You know, again, I feel listeners are probably have already binged it uh, at this point. But, oh, yeah, the, um, I think I, I told you, too, like uh, every episode was just as good as the previous one. Like I didn't feel there was any drop in any of the episodes at no. all. I, I may have some opinions about some later episodes, but they were still equally good. No, I agree. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this was good, but I love the relationship building between Robbie and Daniel. Uh, also, Johnny becoming into his own as a sensei. And all the kids, the Cobra Kai, they're all starting to kind of be fleshed out as characters, too. Yeah. And again, I I said it earlier. uh, The thing I loved about this episode is that the characters, for the most part, feel real. I mean, yeah, every once in a while you'll have uh, a character like Louie or Yaz that are kind of one-dimensional assholes. But you're not really supposed to care about them other than that. The characters that you're supposed to care about, like, you know, uh, Robbie. Uh, Samantha, Aisha, 
all of those, you know, Hawk. You you care about those characters because they take the time to establish who they are and what their motivations are. Um, I'm gonna kind of go with you on the Hawk thing. I, I'm more sympathetic with Eli. I I'm gonna reserve some of my opinions on Hawk. Well, uh, I I like the fact that he's taking control of his situation. Yeah. Okay. You know? Well, he he did listen to a sensei. He you did. Know, he flipped the script. So, okay. He just has some bad moments later on is all. But um, well, I, the, I, I see what you these mean. These are flawed heroes. You yes. know? Oh, yeah. No, nobody's going to be perfect. No. I mean, you're, I mean, these kids, they are the quote unquote losers and they're with Cobra Kai. That's a, just a weird mix. So I think it's great. It's yeah. not what I was expecting at all. And I'm loving it. Flip the script. Yeah. Hashtag flip the script. That's what the writer said. So, uh, so this wraps up our uh, coverage for episode six. Obviously, next episode's uh, uh, episode seven. That one's called All Valley. It's a little tease what that mm. one's about. Yeah, I've heard of that one before. So, um, yep, that's going to do it. Uh, if you guys want to interact with us on any of the social medias, uh, I got an Instagram and Twitter account, at Paulstalgic, my uh, personal Twitter account at Rip Citizen, and I got a group page. If you want to interact with us in any way, I post only my um, episodes that I produce, or you know, any ones that I guest host or whatever. They're all uh, shared in there, and that's Podstatic and Friends on Facebook. As far as myself, you can find me on Twitter at The Drunken Dork. You can also join my uh, Facebook page, Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. You can listen to me on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, all of your favorite podcatchers. But I always encourage people to grab that wonderful, free, and amazing Couch Party app available on the Google Play Store. You can use it to listen to every one of our episodes as well as any number of other great shows out there. Yep, and if you haven't yet done so, please subscribe to TV at My Brain. That way you can hear our coverage for every single episode. And if you're just a TV watcher, there's so many great TV shows that are being covered on this podcast as well. You know, every show has a, well, I don't want to say like a different uh, host, but we have rotating hosts that cover different TV shows. So there's something for everybody. Uh, Definitely check it out. Uh, So that's going to do it. And uh, we will see you guys next time. And don't forget. All that matters is you become a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you gotta hang tough to make it. History repeats itself, try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one, and you can have your dream. You're the best around. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.